The Rick Jensen Show. Rick Jensen Show. On 1017 FM, 1150 AM, WDEL. And streaming to your smart speaker and mobile device. What should happen to Delaware State Police who knowingly violated a Delaware man's constitutional rights? Threatened to lock him up, take his kid away. And yet, he broke no laws. Jonathan Gesford was given a citation and threatened for not breaking the law. I've uh, talked with his attorney, who can't go on the air uh, with this. It's an ongoing situation, and uh, he's uh, concerned that if he did, it, well, he doesn't want any, anything to screw this thing up. I understand. It's my, my phrase, not his. There is dash cam footage showing Delaware State police officers conspiring to manufacture a traffic charge for a man who flipped them off, as well as the officers, officers kind of you know, wondering on video, on video about locking him up, impounding his dog, and having the state take guardianship of his child. Now, everything they did there is illegal. It's, uh, it's illegal to, uh, to arrest a guy for giving the bird. Producer Randy, we got a phone call there, please. Thank you, sir. I know you're busy back there. Um, I'm hoping to get Jonathan on. So, this dash cam video has been released as part of an ongoing lawsuit that Jonathan Gesford is pursuing against state police officers for destroying a sign he made to warn drivers about their speed trap. Now, let me tell you this. I know of two cases wherein officers illegally arrested somebody, they cited them, for warning about a speed trap. It's free speech. In fact, uh, lawyers will argue that's actually helping the cops if the goal is indeed to get people to slow down. In Connecticut, woman was charged uh, with warning, obstruction of justice is what it was, for warning people about a speed trap. It was thrown out. In Texas, a woman was arrested for warning people about a speed trap. It was thrown out of court. Free speech. It's your uh, First Amendment right to do that. You know, if people got a ticket or arrested for that, you could get arrested or ticketed just for flashing your bright lights at somebody to let them know there's a speed trap ahead. All right? Now, um, this charge... Um, about the middle finger was ultimately dropped, but he sued, claiming the officers knowingly trampled his constitutional rights, and they did. As a matter of fact, um, see, I've got I've got some of the audio right here. Randy, make sure we get a little laptop. Thank you very much. No, and uh, gave the finger uh, as he was driving away. Um, <laughs> Dougie pulled him over and then brought him for uh, hand gestures. So wrote him a, a, a citation for hand gestures. So, so I lost you for a second. He pulled him over and wrote him for what? A hand gesture, like the uh, the hand gesture. I said, ah, that's, that's that's pushing it. Um, like you. Uh, yeah, you can't. I mean, he pulled him over for it, like giving him the middle finger. Yeah, give, giving him a yeah for giving him middle finger. So yeah, you can't do that. Yeah. That'll get dropped. Yeah, that's gonna get thrown. I told him that's gonna get thrown out, but it, it's just going, you know, it's going to cause the problem. I tried to give, I was going to give him back the sign, but the guy already ripped the sign up. So, because I went and talked to him, and obviously he didn't want to hear anything. 
I had to say by that time, you know. But, uh, yeah, so just, just, just giving you a heads up. Okay, so they know that the charge is phony and false. It's right there uh, on the audio, and he admitted that this other officer, Gallo, destroyed this man's property. I think there's a little bit more here I want to hear. He's looking, he's looking for confrontation. Yes, yes, he is. Yes, he is. Uh, uh, I said, oh, he's looking for confrontation. I don't know. Is he looking for confrontation? Um, let's ask him. He's on the phone right now, Jonathan Guesford, uh, here on The Jensen Show. Jonathan, thanks for being on, sir. How you doing, uh, Rick? Uh, Good. I haven't, haven't called in in a while, but I got a little buddy of, your here, uh, of yours here that would like to say something. Oh, is that right? What those cops did to me and my dad, it was malarkey. Well done. It's the malarkey kid. <laughs> indeed, indeed it is. Uh, just so listeners understand, uh, I've homeschooled my son for his entire life. Uh, you can say, well, I'm glad to say that, and I'm glad to be here listening. Fantastic. Okay. Uh, now, now, tell me, Malarkey Kid, now, how old were you when you first called this program? And, and let me tell listeners, he called the program as young, I think like four or five, and was extraordinarily eloquent uh, regarding governmental policy and such. I, I was really impressed. How old were you when you called, and how old are you now? Well, I was five when I called the first time. Now, I'm actually 11, surprisingly. Long-time listener, second-time caller. <laughs> All right, well, well when he found out, uh, when, when John found out that I was going to be uh, on the program, he wanted to just say hello. We've been uh, kind of busy and haven't been doing as much uh, traveling where we're listening to, to talk radio and such, so... Well, uh, well, that's fine. It's it's lovely to hear him again. And now here you are, uh, longtime Jensen listeners, and uh, and you're fighting the law. And it looks like you are going to win because of body cams that the cops have, the audio, and I. It's, it's my opinion. This audio and video proves that these officers knowingly went to violate your constitutional rights. We're going to write you a citation just to annoy you. And, and here's my question for you. Were you looking for a confrontation with the police officers, as they stated? That, that entirely depends on how you define articulate confrontation. This, this all started, Rick. As you know, you, you've met my son personally at fundraising drives. I mean, the child brought his own money up to donate for one of your Sunday breakfast mission uh, fundraising drives several years ago. You know that I take him out and that his education is all day long, every day, all year long. So we have our curriculum that we go by, but we also deal in the realm of real life and practical education. How do you negotiate the world? So this entire situation started because I was taking my son to an activity for homeschooling. and I was riding down Route 13 uh, southbound, and, and we're from Smyrna, as everyone knows. Uh, and I realized that I had forgotten some things that I needed for, for our outing. So I, down near, um, just north of Cheswell, there's a couple businesses, uh, one Larry's Liquors and one Pleasant and Seafood. There's a it's a well-known spot that police often take radar there. Uh, there's an intersection. But generally, the police are parked in the green, like out of the lane of traffic, right, when they take radar. So what occurred that started all of this was I didn't realize, quite frankly, I was somewhat absent-mindedly turning around to get back and trying to plan 
getting to my my uh, activity, and I pulled in, and there was a state trooper sitting in the deceleration lane and right in the lane of travel for the intersection there at Larry's Liquors and President Seafood. I thought he was just maybe doing something. So I sat there for 30 seconds or so. He didn't move, so I, I uh, tooted my horn. And he wouldn't move. Like, he just waved me around. But because of how he was sitting, I couldn't just go past him. I would have had to be partly out into Route 13 in the lane of traffic with me, my son, and my dog in the car. And I, I think I told you before, I have a spinal cord injury. I have limited range of motion for turning. I really have to it, – it would have been very difficult for me to safely turn all the way over my right shoulder to see what was coming up to get back out into the southbound lane to get around this cop. So I got out and went and talked to the cop when he waved me by us, and I you know, tried to be reasonably polite in the beginning and tell him, listen, man, you're, you're blocking the lane of traffic. And he said, I'm taking radar. I'm not moving. Go around me like everyone else. And there's this other portion of my personality doesn't do well with bullies. And I was like, excuse me? You're blocking the lane of traffic. You're in the wrong here. Like, you're keeping me from blocking the lane of traffic. And his response was, if you don't get back in your car and go around like everybody else, I'm going to cite you. For pedestrian in the roadway or pedestrian obstructing the roadway, I forget the exact terminology for the charge. And for a second, I was dumbfounded because I'm sitting here thinking, like, I didn't, I wouldn't be out of my vehicle were it not for the fact that I was walking up and asking you to move your vehicle out of the roadway, you, you know? Mm-hmm. And he looked at me and as if I was just going to obey and move. And I looked at him, and I calmly pulled my cell phone out of my pocket, and I thought I was recording him. But because I don't do this kind of stuff regularly, I actually had the selfie thing going on my ugly mug. So I wasn't actually recording the officer for that interaction. And I foolishly disposed of that, that recording afterwards. But I calmly told him, I want to make this perfectly clear. You're telling me that if I don't return to my car, and get into my vehicle, you're going to cite me for pedestrian in the roadway or pedestrian blocking the roadway because I'm here at the window of your cruiser that's blocking the roadway asking you to move so traffic can move forward like it's supposed to be. Why don't you do that ticket right now? I'm not going anywhere. Write the ticket right here, right now on camera. He wound the window up and just sat there and ignored me. So I sat there, tapped on the window a little bit. Like he wrote, we wound the window back down, and he told me, "You're something." I mean, it's been a while now, a couple of years since this occurred. But to, to the effect, he was saying, "I'm not moving. There's nothing you can do about it. You go around, you go to the next intersection down, whatever you do, I'm not moving." And I go back to my car. I call Troop Nine and try to explain to him, "Hey, you got a guy blocking the traffic here," and the death sergeant laughed at me told me the cop wasn't doing anything wrong. He wasn't moving. And if I didn't like it, basically I could sit there all day long. So my temperament and the fact that I'm always trying to educate my son. I come back to the car with, with my son. I sit there for a couple of seconds. And, John, you know, as you say, he's articulate. I, I, we talk, Rick, together about whatever situation we're in, right? Mm-hmm. So I told him, I said, you know, he said, he said, Dad, this isn't right. I said, you're absolutely correct. And I'm sitting there thinking, and he says, well, what can we do about it? 
And I had one of those light bulb moments. I said, I'll tell you what, buddy. I'm going to go back up here and have another word with the police officer. I'm going to go let him know that he's right. This dynamic of power doesn't favor you and I. It favors him. But I'm going to go let him know that he can sit there for however long he wants to sit there. But I assure him he will not get another speeding ticket there today. So I go back, knock on his window, he winds the window down all condescendingly to me again. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I told him, I said, listen, I can't make you move. So you think you're doing something there, you're right. There's no way that I can make you move, but I assure you, you will not get another speeding ticket sitting right here. You're going to leave. So I drove a few hundred. I got myself back out into the into the lane of travel, 13. I went down. There's a set of... Um, Police also sit down there and hide when they're just wasting tax dollars and not doing anything. They hide at a set of uh, just up from a uh, self-storage unit. There's a little pull-off or a farmer's field at the state police. And anyone that goes by that area regularly sees them sitting back, tucked off the highway there. I went out and parked where they parked, again, off the highway, well off the shoulder of the road legally. And I just, you know how when people make that slow-down movement with their hands and they push their hand down? Yes. Uh so I danced around up on the shelf the best that a crippled up old man can dance around. I just kept putting my hands down. I spent about 20 minutes getting everybody about three to 500 yards um, south of his, you know, radar, slowing them down. And in about 20 minutes, he realized he was, in fact, not getting another speeding ticket there, and he left. So then my son and I, we were already late for what we're doing. We went home, and instead of engaging on the activity that we were going to do we made up a sign that said uh radar ahead with a couple exclamation points on i tossed it in the car and we had a long discussion about authors like henry david throw and about civil disobedience and about how in what ways and in what manners is it possible for an individual to appropriately challenge civic coercive civic authority or civil authority how can you do so in a way that makes them bend to your will but without giving them the ability to utilize the coercive civil authority of the state on you for arrests and charges and that's how this protest was born and if you listen to the entire body cameras once they i was a little upset when we released my original uh, cell phone video because it kind of made me look a little unhinged, which on some occasions I can. Yeah, I can do. yeah. Well, you are uh, you're upset, but you know there's nothing illegal uh, about being upset and challenging the police officers. Now, you know I- I've never challenged a police officer on the street and on the road because I was raised that if you have a problem, you take it to the courts. Uh, these guys obviously conspired. I mean, it's right there in the video and the audio. They conspired just to make your life inconvenient, knowing that um, if if they actually cite you for uh, obstruction or, or whatever, just by flipping the bird, it would never stand up in court. So they're well, using the power of their authority just to uh, make your life inconvenient. And 
That's well, illegal. That's a violation of your constitutional rights. What they did is illegal, which is why I'm asking uh, listeners, uh, what do you think should happen with these police officers? Well, At first, I thought, well, maybe they didn't know the law. First of all, for you to be holding a sign on the side of the road is not against the law. It's not against the law. Where you were was a safe area, and you're allowed to be there. Uh, yep. The attorney said so, and, and so have others. The Second of all, uh, there are two people, one in Connecticut, one in Texas, of which I've read, who did the same thing. There's also one in New York. Okay, so there's one in New York. They did the same thing thrown out in court. So mm-hmm. if, if a police officer, in this case three, right? I think there's are there three officers involved. Yeah. Initially, there were two. There was uh, uh, Corporal Douglas, Stephen Douglas, and there was, uh, I'm assuming, a relatively new officer, uh, Nicholas Gallo, Trooper Nicholas Gallo were the two. Nicholas Gallo is the one that actually successfully snatched my property, my sign, and destroyed it. Yeah. But it, Rick, to what you're talking about, the abuse of authority goes farther than that. We have to go back. I, I have no way to actually prove it, but I talked to my attorney initially, and I told him, like, I was pretty forthright with him. And, and I have to give a huge shout-out to the Poliquin firm and Ron Poliquin, because this is part of what's at the heart of why police can get away with doing these kind of things. It's not just them actually abusing their authority as far as the second issue of pulling me over. Like, um, th- there's a whole host of issues involved around that. Because, mind you, this all starts purportedly about public safety, right? Like, uh-huh. taking radar to get people to slow down, right? That's what all of this arose from, right? Um, in the very beginning, I was telling my attorney, I don't have the video. I don't know how we'll prove this. I didn't know there was dash cam in the beginning. And I told my attorney, uh, Ron Poliquin uh, and the Poliquin firm, it's very important to, to, to put this out there and make people understand this. Very few people do what Ron does. Like, he, I, I believe the bulk of his practice is from employment law and then civil rights issues. It's very expensive to litigate these cases. And as you know, I don't know the exact stats right now, but the vast majority of the population in Delaware and the country at large is living paycheck to paycheck. So when police abuse their authority in this way, not even counting the fact that they recognize that they're cloaked in the shield of qualified immunity, which is an extraordinarily difficult hurdle to overcome, right? Most people can't do anything about what occurred. They are 100% powerless in the face of the abuses by the state because most attorneys recognize that getting past qualified immunity is extraordinarily difficult and extraordinarily expensive. And contrary to what a lot of people believe about suits like the one I'm engaged in, this isn't a big money situation. I've had people, I've seen people, I try not to comment too much, just I try to Stay off social media as much as I can about it, other than public things like you. The no, no, I, I understand. Yeah, I understand. You know what? Um, we got to take a break here, and I want you to hang on to Jonathan Gesford, who is suing the state police uh, for... Ex- when, I, when I saw this, the video, and I listened to the audio and everything, I recognized this egregious violations of his constitutional rights. And an extraordinary how, uh, how these police officers conspired to do this. But I also want to know from Mr. Gesford, what is it you want? What's the expectation from this lawsuit? And we'll get to that. Please hang on after the news.